0: Welcome to
1: this episode of the Security Clearance Careers podcast, Clearcast, your source for security clearance, intelligence community, espionage, national security, and defense contracting updates, and our exclusive
0: interviews with intelligence community and government leaders. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Phoebe Wells with Clearance Jobs. Today is the final episode of our four-part series highlighting the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. We sat down with Bridget Bean, CISA's Chief Integration Officer. Bridget oversees CISA's 10 regional offices, located all across the country.
1: The regional offices are in major cities, Boston, uh, Dallas, Oakland, Chicago. But as part of that regional office, we have people in every state, uh, not just in that regional city, but we have folks in every state, all across the nation, uh, really working and serving in their communities.
0: While CISA's regional offices all contribute to the mission, CISA's regional employees are on the ground working to protect their communities.
1: So our regional offices have a huge mission. They are really the integrators. As the chief integration officer, my team on the ground across the nation has the responsibility and the wonderful opportunity to bring together stakeholders, critical infrastructure structure owners and operators, state and local government officials to really tackle those problems that are facing our nation in cyber and physical, making sure that our chemicals are, are safe and secure and our emergency comms is operable. So in that structure of the regional office, our security advisors are really tackling the tough issues in cyber, in physical, in emergency comms, and in chemical security. And it's that collective team that works together to bring all of CISA's products and services to bear to the stakeholders all across the country.
0: Ensuring communities remain resilient in the face of increased threats is a top priority at CISA, and it's a major focus of its regional workforce.
1: Resilience is so important because it's not a question of if, but when. Whether it's a natural disaster, a man-made disaster, you know, we're facing increased ransomware attacks, all kinds of things that are the non-traditional 9-11, terrorist kind of activities. And so we really want to work with our partners and we really view them as partners to make sure that they're taking all of those precautions to best protect themselves but also to be ready with a plan, with an incident response plan, with their COOP or their continuity of operations plan, so that when a bad day happens, whether it's floods or fires or tornadoes, they can very quickly get back to operations because these stakeholders are partners across the nation our American citizens rely on them every day. So we wanna make sure that the gas stations are operational, that the ATMs are working, uh, you know, that businesses are open to make sure that economic prosperity, uh, you know, prevails in our country. And so to be prepared for when something happens, really helps people be more resilient and that's one of the main goals of our CISA regional workforce and whether it's making sure that their cyber hygiene their cyber posture their cyber security their cyber networks are all ready and uh, can be turned off, back on or the physical uh, building people know how to turn on and off switches that might have been automated before and our emergency comms can make sure that our emergency uh, services folks are connecting and being able to communicate with our state and local and then our chemical folks right if something happens they know what to do and how to respond to prevent any further um, you know bad things happening so response and resilience we really see them tied hand in hand and so we really do help to prepare respond and recover from disasters regardless of the origin.
0: For job seekers interested in directly securing the future of the United States, working at CISA, and its regional offices in particular, allows for that opportunity.
1: We're the nation's cyber defense agency and the national coordinator for infrastructure, resilience, and security. And so we really are doing those things that are necessary to protect our homeland. And I think that there is a role for everybody at CISA. I want everybody to see themselves as a CISA employee. You can be technical, you can have all kinds of certifications in the IT world, or you might have a security background, or you might just be a great analytical thinker. You might be uh, someone who does really well with external affairs. There is a job here at CISA for everybody. And if people care about protecting our homeland and fighting to make sure that we maintain our way of life, CISA is the place for you. And if you really want to protect your community, we probably have a job in the community where you can continue to do that for your neighbors and family.
0: To improve cybersecurity awareness and mitigate risks, regional offices facilitate information sharing between public and private partnerships.
1: As the chief integration officer, it's really important that we share information. So we rely on our regional staff to know what's going on at that local level. What are the things that are of concern to our stakeholders on the ground? What are they seeing? then report it back up to headquarters because as the office of the chief integration officer we want to make sure that we're taking that information and sharing it not just to the Regents but getting from them the information on the ground to feed it up to headquarters so that we try to maintain situational omniscience through CISA Central which is our 24-7 operations center and make sure that they then can share that out to our partners in the cybersecurity division in the infrastructure security division in the national risk management agency in our external affairs, our stakeholder engagement. We are like the traffic cop of information and it's our job to make sure that we get it to our partners across CISA because that influenced the products that they deliver. It influences and drives the services that our stakeholders need. And so it's this bilateral communication from the regions to headquarters and then back down. And everything we do is risk and threat informed, right? And so our Intel shop, which is doing amazing work helping to identify those threats and risks, which also inform products, services, etc. It's really integrating all that we do, critically important, but our regional offices are really the heartbeat of the agency and so they collect information they share it with their partners but also back up to CISA headquarters so that we can make sure that the products and services that we design are relevant timely and useful to our stakeholders so it's really this ecosystem of informational uh, exchange so that we as an agency have that situational omniscience so that we can see what's going on 360 and really be able to pivot and be agile. And so in the regional office you have that ability to really learn about and know every program across CISA, which provides for great opportunities for learning and growth and and future um, career opportunities. So it's really a great place to work. Uh, Our 10 regions are really vibrant and uh, as you look across the nation they are at the table where really important conversations are happening that are also just in the communities making sure that they're working with K-12, with the water, wastewater, right? All these really important sectors to make sure that the American people have what they need every day.
0: On top of the regional locations, CISA has remote workers, which allows the agency to span every state of the country. People are at the core of what the agency does, and they put a great emphasis on connection.
1: That's something we've spent a lot of time on. At CISA, we really are a people-first culture. And it's just been embedded and ingrained, and it's now just very organic in what we do and how we do it. So there's two ways. So the regional office is a very tightly knit team albeit spread across several states, right? But they meet often, they have in-person meetings, there's all kinds of meetings. We also do rotations through headquarters. And then there are no programs or services, they're all delivered through the regions. And so our regional team is constantly working with the cybersecurity division, constantly working with our infrastructure security division to take the products that they're developing and implement them on the ground. So there's that connectivity as well, person to person, you know, figuring out what are we going to do to address this this challenge. So it's really IOD working across the agency to develop solutions and then to execute solutions. So on any given day, you know, we do entity notifications. If there's a ransomware attack, it's our regional folks who get notified by headquarters to go and help some some organization protect themselves against a potential ransomware attack. And that doesn't happen in a bubble, right? So we're working with CSD, sometimes we work with FBI, sometimes we work with Secret Service, all to make sure that we get in front of an entity before that ransomware attack happens. And so from a regional perspective, you are dealing with everybody at all levels of the agency. Our security advisors are constantly being called into meetings and working groups and think tank opportunities to provide their perspective and then to execute. So it's really one of the places, one of the few places in CISA where you really get to touch all parts of CISA.
0: Cybersecurity advisors are the CISA employees who generally work with partners and stakeholders to ensure their cyber hygiene and posture is strong.
1: We have a lot of tools and opportunities for them to continually increase their security posture. And that's really important because in this digital age where we're all super connected right through IT, we want to make sure that everybody sees their responsibility in um, in, in cybersecurity. But that's a very specific role uh, where we really work with CIOs and CISOs to make sure that their enterprise IT is well safeguarded then our protective advisors work with all stakeholders to make sure that they have good security plans that their facilities are well guarded that they've thought about the integration of cyber and physical we used to worry about the locks and gates and security plans now there's a lot of smart technology in those buildings and so it's that convergence of physical and cyber and making sure that we can bring the whole robust assessment to that entity, looking holistically at the organization. And then emergency comms. We want to make sure 911 works, right? We want to make sure that our fire and our EMS and our police can all talk and make sure that that is not just operable, but interoperable, right? Because sometimes disasters or incidents cross state lines and making sure that we have that. So our emergency comms coordinators, they take that role. And then our chemical inspectors, look at those organizations that have certain chemicals at certain quantities to make sure that they have the security measures in place to mitigate theft or handling problems and so they really make sure that they work with those chemical facilities to make sure that they're as well protected and they're critical right I mean the chemical um, sector really impacts all of the other sectors. We need chemicals to make sure we have clean drinking water, right? So all these things and then together, right, those four legs of the stool, if you will, work together to share information within the community. Who else can we bring in? Who else needs to know? If you have, a, if you have an issue at a chemical facility, you want to make sure that your emergency uh, response personnel know what chemicals are there. Right? If there's a cyber issue, we want to make sure that the plants can shut down their IT to protect their uh, operational technology. So they work together to make sure that everybody has awareness of information and access to all of the products and services, even though their disciplines may be a bit discreet. There's much crossover, And as I like to say, integration all across the board.
0: But cybersecurity advisors aren't the only positions available at CISA's regional offices.
1: The jobs in the regional office, we have cybersecurity advisors. Again, that's, that's a more technical cyber background. Our uh, protective security advisors, which is, you know, safety, security, best practices, resilience planning, incident response planning, our emergency comms, a lot of our emergency comms coordinators, our former 911 directors, et cetera, and then our chemical inspectors have a very deep knowledge in chemical security. But then our whole regional office that supports those four disciplines, we have regional training exercise professionals. We have analysts. We have administrative personnel. We have cyber analysts. We have a number of uh, support roles that exist at the regional level to make sure that everything that our security advisors are doing is well-coordinated and well-supported. So if we are doing an exercise where we have a community come together to exercise a certain response plan, whether it's a hurricane or active shooter, we're bringing together the whole community. We need somebody to lead that exercise. To bring the exercise to fruition, you need to understand the threat, the vulnerability, the consequences, and so there's a lot of analytical work that goes into that making sure that we have the right people at the table. We need to make sure who our critical infrastructure partners are, so we have some critical infrastructure specialists who look across the landscape to find out who are those critical entities that either are in the dependency or responsible in the supply chain to make sure that you know, we can continue our way of life. So we have our four security advisor pillars, if you will, But we have a whole regional staff that does incredible work from administration to analysis to support to make sure that the region as a whole functions efficiently in an integrated uh, way and also serves as a conduit also back to headquarters to make sure that we're sharing information.
0: As a young agency, CISA's workforce is exceptionally diverse, and they welcome everyone from all walks of life.
1: We have professionals straight out of school. We have people who are on their second career. We're very blessed to have a very large veteran community, which we're very grateful for their service. And so we are constantly cross-training, especially in IOD, because we want people to know the physical cyber convergence, the emergency comms. And so we want people to be cross-trained for that knowledge to do their current job, but what it also does is allows them opportunities to be competitive to compete for other jobs. We are always rejoicing in the success of our employees when they get another job that may provide them a promotion or a greater learning opportunity. We hope that people stay in CISA, and there's lots of places to go, whether it's you know from one security advisor to another, maybe to a, a leadership position, maybe back to headquarters, maybe working in CSD. So we always rejoice and encourage folks to explore different options. Even if it's outside of CISA, if we've done our jobs right, and we've created a healthy, safe, work environment, they'll come back. And we're just richer for that. So there's lots of opportunities to grow and to build a a career with CISA.
0: But at the end of the day, what CISA is looking for in a candidate is simple.
1: First and foremost, we want good people. We want people who can be a team player and really can embrace the mission of protecting the homeland, really being the cyber defense agency and the federal coordinator for infrastructure resilience and safety. You know, if you have that passion, we have a job for you. I would really encourage people to do a couple of things. Look at the CISA website. Reach out to the regional office. I'm thinking about a career change. Would just love to have an informational interview about what you do. What are some of the opportunities? And if you're um, you know, looking maybe to make a, a move or to come to DC or look somewhere else, any one of us in headquarters would be willing to do those informational interviews as well we want people to get excited about their role in you know protecting our critical infrastructure and cyber really making sure that we have the defenses we need to protect our way of life so we need smart people we need good people we want people who want to learn we want people who are curious who don't just say why are we you know okay i'll do this but why are we doing this how does this work? How does this connect to other things? We want people who are curious and want to learn and want to really push us to be better at what we do. And you know, really looking for the next accountability partner for us to say, hey, this is a great idea, but how about this? And that people first culture, we want to make sure that we are open to ideas and suggestions. We don't have all the answers. And really taking that feedback as a gift. And so we are really excited about the opportunity to continue to grow our team in the region and of course at Cisco Central and in my Intel shop. But in the regions it's really important because people who are in the community are really making the difference, right? That's really the tip of the spear. It's really those people who are moving the needle in their communities and so we need people who are curious and who are smart and are willing to come up with uh, alternative solutions and to come up with ideas that we haven't thought of before and are really just want to be part of the mission and willing to work with our local stakeholders and really to make a difference in their community.
0: For more on CISA and all things security and defense, visit us over at clearancejobs.com.